What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the Fan Upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Fantastic to have you guys with us. Of course, you can take part on the Renewal by Anderson fan phone at 844-326-3663 and via the text line at 71307. Just start your text with the word fan and away you go on the show. This is the week, my friends, of Radio Row. I've been to Radio Row. It's a blast. I'll tell you about it. I want to bring you there momentarily because I know most have not been there. Think of Radio Row like the following. You're in like... um, you're inside, always you're inside like a convention center or like, a, you know, a, a, a huge hotel uh, reception area, right? Convention center, hotel reception area, and you're in the room. And you there's about 200 people in the room coming and going at, at, at any moment. You are the least famous person in the room, and you've never been happier in your entire life. Like, it's, it's you're, you're in a room... And Jerry Rice is there. When I was there, Brooklyn Decker was there. Um, I went. I was at the uh, Super Bowl radio row in Miami, 2010. Would have been Super Bowl 44. And uh, Brooklyn Decker walking in. I remember saying to the dude next to me, I said, I don't know who that is. But that might be, at that point in my life, the prettiest woman I've ever seen. Who is that? And he, he said, that's SI swimsuit cover model. She's on the cover, Brooklyn Decker. She's married to tennis player Andy Roddick. And I went up and I got a picture with Brooklyn Decker. It was incredible. And so you're walking around and you you see Troy Aikman to your left and Jim Rome to your right. And it's it's total sensory overload, you know, and you realize that you can't act like a fan. Right. You can't do that. The same token, you cannot under any pretenses. Right. Um, you know, you, you can't schmooze. You can't you can't act like you're overwhelmed by the moment. You got to act like you're you belong there. And so it's it's a blast. Uh, I've been to a radio row in Houston, most recently 2017, and on that radio row in Houston, met Alyssa Milano. Um, and I know a lot of you, especially listening right now, I think our audience loves Alyssa Milano, don't they, Diesel? I think I think our audience, offsiders are huge Alyssa Milano fans. Yeah, these are all dudes that had a crush on Alyssa Milano from Who's the Boss when they were a kid, and now they don't like her politics, so they hate her guts. I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me, guys. Separate church and state, please. Okay? You can't find me one person that you completely agree with about everything politically. I mean, there's all kinds of women on Fox News who I dis- disagree with what they say, but I still say, you're really trustworthy. It's time for us, my friends, to do that jam. We call it the top five at five. The top five biggest sports stories of the day. The top five topics we're discussing. Ladies and gentlemen of the Upstate, Offsiders, the top five at five starts right now. And now, the top five at five. And five, four, three, two, one. Hit it. Five. At number five today, my friends, one of our favorite promotions is back this year. That's right. Mark Ryan is willing to crash your Super Bowl party. Okay, I got to introduce it this way. I don't like speaking to myself in the third person. It feels really weird. 
But uh, we did this in 2019. We did this in 2020. This time I'll have my gorgeous wife with me. It is her birthday today. Please join me in uh, in wishing my beautiful wife, Angela, a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Angela. Yes, there you go, Diesel. Uh, babe, we love you dearly. Absolutely love you dearly. And uh, you have enriched my life in so many ways. But uh, if you would be so kind, if you do send us an invite to your Super Bowl get-together, doesn't matter if there's three people there or 30 people there. doesn't matter. Um, you know, what we will do, the wifey and I will put the different addresses in a hat. We'll draw two or three, and we'll we depend on depending on which ones we draw, we'll come out to the get together. What do you say? So if you would be so kind, if if you wouldn't mind the wifey and I crashing your Super Bowl get together, do us a favor. One of two things: you can text your address to us at seven one three zero seven on the text line, or give us a call. Have Diesel write it down for us on the Renewal by Anderson fan phone eight four four three two six three six six three. Uh, JD on the text line wishing a very happy birthday to Angela as well. They met at a Dan B. Uh, July 4th party that I foolishly put this uh, ate a ghost. What is what are those chips called, Diesel? Those ghost chips? There, there, there's the, one. Well, you chip. didn't do the the one chip challenge. I ate a piece of it. It was the worst decision so you didn't I ever eat made. The whole chip? No way. No way. Uh, Diesel, I had tears coming out of but my eyes. But you did have some of the hot sauce from the show Hot Ones. Yeah. The whatever the modern version is, because there's been multiple versions of the Last Dab. So whatever the whatever the newest version of the Last Dab was, did you have any of the bomb? I think you had a you I had did. an updated version of the bomb. I did. It was it, it it's awful. It was dropping the bomb. Yeah. On the on the on the midsection there. It's brutal, man. Uh, I'll never do that again. But guys, uh, if you. Care to have the wifey and I come by your Super Bowl get-together? It'd be fun to see you. be fun to meet you. All you got to do, call in or text us in with your address, and uh, we will draw some addresses out, and we'll be heading out. We just might be knocking on your door. You think people are, you know, people are thrilled, Diesel, when Publishers Clearinghouse, remember that back in the day, would, would randomly show up at your home with millions of dollars? I think they run when Mark Ryan shows up at the door. But, they, you know, it's, it's a different reaction, running away or running towards. With me, Kate, with, in my case, it's running away. Next up. Wouldn't it be cruel if somebody gave you the address to their home, but they went out to a different party instead? Diesel, you just gave them ideas. I do not want you to give them ideas. What you may not know, okay, what you may not know is that uh, when we did this in 2020, one of our listeners, uh, his name is Justin Hartman, invited me to his house. Said, I didn't think you would really come, so he wasn't there. So I show up at his house, and it's his mom, it's his dad, it's his wife. And they thought this thing was a hoot. They were First of all, they were like, who are, who are you? The hell are you? I told them. They thought it was hilarious. They called Justin and had him come back over. You know, dude, you invited this guy over to the house. He's here. You're not here. How can you do that? <laughs> All right, my friends. Next up. Four. At number four today. Uh, guys, Clemson has two players playing in the Super Bowl. Justin Ross, Ray Ray McLeod III. South Carolina has two players playing in the Super Bowl. Debo Samuel, Javon Kinlaw. Both have two players. 
Um, it's interesting to me. We were going into the number of the, the schools that have the greatest number of active players in the NFL. Diesel guessed th uh, two of the first three right. Alabama one, Ohio State two, and Georgia was his guess. Georgia's actually number four. LSU has them beat just by one. They're number three. Florida is fifth. Florida has 46 players in the NFL. Clemson is ninth. Clemson has 41 players in the NFL. And South Carolina, kind of punching above their weight a little bit, number 26 in the rankings. They have 27 total players, active players in the NFL. Um, we've got Alabama leading the way with 73 players in the NFL. And then there is this. How about where the players in this year's Super Bowl played high school football? What do you say? Uh, what do you say? This is unbelievable. I kind of I really, really like this breakdown. Uh, comes from our buddy Cole Bryson. California, Florida, Georgia, Michigan, and Texas all have nine or more players expected to take the field. Okay, expected to take the field in Las Vegas. How about that, my friend? Isn't that something else? Now, let's go through here and look at the state of South Carolina. Okay, the state of South Carolina from the 49ers has two for the Niners, Devo Samuel and Javon Kinlaw. And uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs, the state of South Carolina has... Bum, bum, ba -da, barrel. None listed. None listed. So you got four players combined from Clemson and South Carolina, the two schools, but only two players originally from the state. We tried. We tried. We'll try to do better the next time. Perhaps next season. Next up. Three. All right, guys. My big opinion today on the Super Bowl is this. My prediction is that if Patrick Mahomes wins this game, It'll be Super Bowl number three. Tom Brady has six. My belief is that Mahomes doesn't near doesn't necessarily have to have more Super Bowl wins than Tom Brady, okay, uh, to to be considered better than Tom. So I feel as though if Mahomes wins this game, he ultimately is going to go down as the goat. Okay, I think if he wins this one, that'll be three. He'll finish with four or five. It'll be close enough in terms of total Super Bowl wins where there will be a debate, there'll be a discussion. Remember, he's only 28 years old. The male athletic prime is 28 years old. Oftentimes, men, quarterbacks hit their prime in their 30s. I, I believe if Mahomes wins this game, when all is said and done, he will be regarded as the GOAT. I think, I think they hit their prime in their 30s because they've learned to be intelligent football players. You get out of your 20s, you realize you can't do what you did physically 25, 26, 27 years old, so it forces you to become a more intelligent football player, which elevates everything around you. And Mahomes will be opposing Brock Purdy. Uh, Brock Purdy here talks about learning a lot from the veterans who have been to the Super Bowl previously. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome because you get to talk to guys all the time about their experiences throughout their years and their career. Um, obviously, their experiences here. I'm talking to Eric Armstead and, and what it was like in 2019 for him. And obviously, even when he first got here and what it was like till now. And 
Um, same with George and Fred, Drake Greenlaw, his rookie year playing the Super Bowl. Same with Debo. Like, you got all these guys that have played in big moments and big games and, and all those things have added up to their experiences and you get to ask about them, you know, to them. And so that everyone's got a little different perspective and maturity to them. So for me as a young guy in the league, like, it's, it's pretty fun and, and I'm very blessed to have those kind of guys because I get to ask them and everyone's got a new perspective on it and everyone's mature and everyone understands what it takes. So... For all of us young guys on this team, man, we're very lucky to have those older guys to sort of put their arms around us and sort of teach us the way. The words of one Brock Purdy. What is your biggest Super Bowl legacy piece that is on the line here today? Okay, like what in this game, what's, you know, what's the biggest thing on the line in terms of a player's legacy? I'm saying Mahomes wins this game. He's ultimately going to go down as the GOAT. Next up. At number two on the show today, how about the South Carolina Gamecocks, my friends? Number 15 in the AP poll, number 20 in the coaches poll. I feel like I kind of nailed it. My guess was they would be 18th. Split the difference between both of them. Guys, Lamont Paris is like butter because he's on a roll. What he's doing Essentially, with the Island of Misfit Toys, a hodgepodge of myriad, a cast of characters, getting him to buy in, play together as a team, and and really kind of conform to what he wants overnight is insanely impressive. You know, I use a site, Team Rankings, for uh, college basketball tournament projections. TeamRankings.com says the Clemson Tigers are 98% chance to make it. They say the Gamecocks are 59%. I say reverse those two odds. Gamecocks 98%, Clemson 59%. Clemson is in 11th place in the ACC right now. You know, I like I, I feel like Clemson fans that have forecasted and predicted doom for their team are part of a toxic culture problem there. You're making the current team pay the tab for the hate you have for Brad Brownell. But gosh darn it, if that isn't starting to happen, if that isn't starting to unfold right in front of your face, lost to Virginia at home, number three, at number three, North Carolina tomorrow, how do you get by that? Does Clemson make the tournaments when all is said and done? And finally, one at number one on the show today. My friends, 38% of the NFL has never won the Super Bowl, okay? Four out of 32 teams, 12% of the NFL has never even made it to the Super Bowl. How about that? How crazy is that? So we ask you guys, of the four teams that haven't yet made it to the Super Bowl, Detroit, Cleveland, Detroit, Cleveland, Jacksonville, and Houston, and the 12 teams who haven't yet won the Super Bowl, Arizona, Atlanta, Buffalo, Carolina, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Detroit, Houston, Jacksonville, Los Angeles Chargers, Minnesota Vikings, Tennessee Titans. Who is next to make it? Who is next to win it? I'm going Motown for both. It's not just about current form. It's the, you, you've got a coach. Was the, um, was the backup tight end to Jason Witten in Dallas? Had overtures to return to College Station, Texas A&M. Didn't go. Wants to be there a long time. Is a perfect fit for that city. 
He says, look, we're not guaranteed to be back next year. I'm saying you you are. We're not guaranteed to ever be back, he said. I think you are. Okay? It's about current form, plus it's about the coach that you have and what you're building with that team. I think Buffalo, you could argue they're close. I think Sean McDermott, their head coach, is holding him back. I'd move on from him. Cincinnati Bengals, close. Cleveland Browns, great defense, getting closer. Houston, Jacksonville, they feel like they've got their quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence has got to play a lot better. But I'm going Detroit is the next team to make the Super Bowl, to win the Super Bowl, that hasn't done so. Diesel says it's C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans. What say you? And those are today's top five at five. Now it's your chance to chime in, which you can do at 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-326-3663 on the renewal by Anderson Fan Phone, F-A-N-F-O-N-E. The text line is there for you at 71307. Just start your text with the word fan and away you go. You can get to us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on YouTube at the Fan Upstate on each one. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to us on YouTube. We'd love to have you. Also on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. What do you say? Love to have you there. And finally, email. You guys can all email the show. Mark Ryan, that is M-A-R-C Ryan at thefanupstate.com, all the different ways. You can get in touch with us here on the most interactive sports radio show anywhere. Pleased and honored, guys, that uh, some Super Bowl invites are coming in. We value and appreciate that. Uh, Just please know if we end up not making it out to your party, it's simply because we put the addresses in the hat. We drew them out. We didn't draw yours. Okay, Um, we can only go to two or three, you know, um, but uh, we are going to do it. We are going to do it again this year. So thank you so much in advance uh, for the invite. It means a lot to us. All right, my friends, coming your way next. A a mock draft has been released, ESPN.com, Matt Miller. He's one of the best in the business at what he does. You're going to be surprised where this player is going. And that's next here on Offsides. We are the Fan Upstate. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the Fan Upstate. Great to have you guys with us. Joe D on uh, the text line with a nice word. Mark, agree with the act like you belong there. You executed that perfectly with your name at the interview. Loved it. Jody, thanks so much for the kind words, pal. It's harder to do that on Radio Row because you, you got like Jerry Rice there in the flesh. I got a picture with Jerry Rice. J- uh, Troy Aikman, uh, he was fine. I, I'm just going to say he was acting like he didn't want to be bothered, you know. But it's like, you know, for example, you see Rich Eisen going into the men's bathroom at the same time that you do. And you're like, that's Rich Eisen. He uses the same bathroom I do. And you know these things are true, but it still it still hits you. You're looking around. There's Stephen A. Smith walking by. There's Alyssa Milano walking by. And you realize, man, I am in some pretty good company. There's 200 famous people in the room, and then there's me. Now it's cooler to run into Stephen A. Smith because he's dating Molly Karam. Is he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, That's my God. very well publicized. I didn't know that. Now, didn't she get a divorce from Jalen Rose? I believe so, yes. 
How is so, that going over? Is uh, are Jalen? I'm and, sure uh, it's not great. Are Jalen and Stephen A. sending each other gift baskets, uh, Christmas cards, anything like that? Probably not. They're probably sending each other nasty looks. Oh, really? How about that? How about that? Okay, my friends. Um, by the way, thank you, Joe, for the kind words. Uh, J- JD in Simpsonville says, Mark Diesel would love to have you both, but it's not much of a party, and we got kids. Please pick a party with the most offsiders. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay. Texter says, um, Mark, you and Angela can come to our house. I won't say the address on the air. Um, l- thank you so much, April. That is very, very nice of you. Uh, Texter says, uh, A to the MFJ says, uh, my wife and two beautiful daughters, my buddy, his wife and their two cute kids, a few other random friends, normal football food. Would love to have you guys over. Uh, here's the number if you have any more questions. Guys, thank you so very much. We'll take all these down. Uh, Mark Ryan and the wifey uh, going to be crashing Super Bowl parties this year, bringing back one of our favorite bits, one of our favorite promotions. Of course, why wouldn't we? Texter says, Mark, the next to win it that hasn't won it, the Cincinnati Bengals. They're 1-3 with Joe on one leg. They were one and three, finished nine and eight with a QB who nobody knows. Uh, They destroyed the Bills and clearly know how to beat the Chiefs. I will say this, Diesel, and I don't know if you've seen this, Diesel, okay? I bet you have, but maybe you didn't know what you were seeing. Jake Browning's girl made a massive name for herself when he was starting because she showed up like in an all-white Bengals essentially uh, a gymnastic spandex suit, like it was a whole spandex suit, like head to toe. And that thing essentially shut down the Internet, you know. Uh, you know, it was like Jake Browning's throwing touchdown passes off the field, <laughs> off the field as well. So, uh, yeah, Jake Browning doing some good work. Um, he looked good, but they need Joe Burrow. There's no doubt about it. They need Joe. Guys, um, we've got for you the latest and greatest mock draft from Matt Miller, ESPN.com. And I'm going to go out and say this. Uh, I don't know that I would take Caleb Williams with the Bears number one. As a matter of fact, I have such concerns about Caleb Williams from an attitude standpoint, okay, um, that if I'm the Bears, I might trade. If I know I need a quarterback – I might trade down to two or three. If if I'm deciding to go with Justin Fields, which would be my lean, I still like Justin. If that's my decision to make, um, I'm trading the number one pick, and I'm getting a king's ransom for it. Because with these guys at the top, somebody's going to fall in love with one of these dudes, with one of these guys, and they're going to be willing to pay that king's ransom that the Carolina Panthers paid last year. Two firsts, two seconds, DJ Moore, are you kidding me? If you need a QB, trade down to two or three. I don't love Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams wouldn't be my number one anyway. Okay? How do I feel about Drake May? Eh. A little mistake prone. You know, a little mistake prone. You know, there are scouts who say he's a little Josh Allen, a little Justin Herbert. Um, I think a little more Justin Herbert. A lot of skills, skill sets uh, that look good on paper. But does it lead to wins? The guy I really, really like, Jaden Daniels, number three, they've got him going to the New England Patriots. 
The Patriots desperately need that guy. There are few players in a conference like the SEC with SEC kind of speed. Few, few places um, that can, you know, have a quarterback, have a player like, like Jaden Daniels look like he's making the other players run in slow motion. Like there's, I've never seen Florida look more hopeless defensively. I think the, the LSU Tigers averaged 11 yards a play in the game against my Gators. How do you even do that? Jaden Daniels would be my number one. Michael Penix might be my number two. I think I like two quarterbacks better than the forecasted number one and number two. It's crazy to me that I'm saying that, but that's how I feel. Um, They've got Marvin Harrison going fourth. Malik Neighbors, wide receiver, LSU to the Chargers, fifth. Uh, Run on wide receivers, four, five, and six. Rome Adunze from Washington. Their stud going six to the New York Giants gives Brian Dayball a weapon there. Joe Alt, offensive tackle, Notre Dame going eight. Eighth, Terry and Arnold, cornerback, Alabama, follows him up. Then we got Chicago Bears, tackle, Fashanu from uh, Penn State. How do you say this dude's first name? Alumiowa, Fashanu from Penn State. Um, and Talise Fuaga. Offensive tackle from Oregon State going number 10 overall. They've got Bo Nix 12th to the uh, Denver Broncos. J.J. McCarthy 13th to the Raiders. Brock Bowers 14th to the Saints. Florida State's Jared Berth, Ber, uh, verse 15th to Florida State. Other notable players here in this early mock draft from Matt Miller. Um, Kool-Aid McKinnistry. One of the best names in sports on the all-name team, Houston Texans, number 23. Keon Coleman, wide receiver, Florida State, number 24. And uh, then, where is Michael Penix Jr.? They got the Carolina Panthers getting Lad McConkie. We heard J.J. Uh, Hardy say this the other day. Liked Lad McConkie going in that place. Nate Wiggins, cornerback Clemson, 35th to the Arizona Cardinals in this early mock draft. Where is Michael Penix Jr. Here he is, 42nd to the Minnesota Vikings. Boy, do they ever need him. Here's what it says. Penix stock varies depending upon who you ask, but but the most consistent answer I've heard is the second round, given the four season-ending injuries he suffered in Indiana. Two knee injuries, two shoulder injuries. Penix has excellent arm strength and velocity, and as a pure passer, he's a first-rounder. He threw for nearly 5,000 yards in 2023 and helped lead Washington to the national title game, but those injury and durability questions push him to the Vikings. It's great news for Minnesota, where Kirk Cousins is set to become a 35-year-old free agent coming off an Achilles injury. Penix can be the quarterback in waiting if Cousins is resigned, resigned or the immediate starter if he is not. They have the Falcons getting Devontae Walker, wide receiver out of North Carolina, Here he goes, Xavier Leggett, second round to the New Orleans Saints. I think he's got potential to go higher than that, if I am am perfectly honest with you. So uh, really interesting stuff in the first few rounds. Have you guys ever had a situation with, like, the NFL draft or conventional wisdom? You just totally agree, disagreed with conventional wisdom. Like, I, I, I totally disagree with this, right? I totally disagree with where this is going. Uh, Caleb Williams, one. Drake May, two. I, I, I think Jaden w- Daniels would be my one. I think Michael Penix Jr. 
would be my two. You know, like, I guess, you know, I, I just, there's been no study that's ever been done that says, hey, man, this guy's ligaments are just not made for contact. No one's ever done that study. They would tell you that Michael Penix Jr.'s ligaments are made of the same stuff that Jaden Daniels' ligaments are made out of. Okay, so what is it about just being injury-prone? Is it bad luck? What is it? Uh, you know, if I'm, um, if I'm a quarterback-needy team, I'm throwing myself at Michael Penix Jr. Hell, I said if I'm the Carolina Panthers and he's there in the second round, I might take him because I don't know about Bryce Young. I might feel today, ladies and gentlemen, that I know more about Michael Penix Jr. than I do about Bryce Young. Again, they've got the Panthers taking Ladd McConkey, wide receiver out of Georgia. Here's what they say. The Panthers didn't do a great job surrounding rookie quarterback Bryce Young with talent at wide receiver in 2023 and must make major additions this offseason. McConkey is the best route runner in the draft with excellent stop-start quickness and acceleration out of his cuts. He is also sure-handed enough to be the Panthers' number one receiving option. There you go, my friends. There you go. Okay, coming your way next on the show, we do a little ditty we call Can We Stop? Where we list you, it's your chance to vent about things in sports and in life that need to stop immediately yesterday. It is the Get Everything Off Your Chest segment, and it's next right here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offside, Smart Ron and Diesel. We are the Fan Upstate. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the Fan Upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Fantastic to have you guys with us. All right, my friends, Upstaters, it is time for us to do a little jam. Okay, we call it Can We Stop? What is Can We Stop, you ask? It is your chance to vent about anything. Life or sports, people have started doing this, that, and the other thing, and it sucks, and you want to make people aware of it, and it's a trend, and you hate it, all right? It's essentially our What's Your Beef segment, your chance to vent. It's Can We Stop, and it starts right now. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Stop it. Stop it? Yes, S-T-O-P, new word, I-T. You stop it. All right, Diesel, can we stop on a Wednesday, on a uh, Monday edition of the show is what we are talking about right now. What is your can we stop today? What is setting you off, burning you up? What do you think? Okay, guys, number one. Can we please cut the crap with the Roman numerals for the Super Bowl? Nobody knows how to read these things, okay? Every year you got X's, you got L's, you got V's, you've got I's. I for idiot, by the way. Who's the idiot here, them or me? I can't read them. Do you know, like, I had to look so many different places for 
uh, the S for like what Super Bowl is this? And then when I when I when I when I get to it, what Super Bowl is this? Here's what I see. L V I I I. The hell is that? Tell me the number. What Super Bowl is this? I don't want the Roman numerals garbage. We are so far. Who uses Roman numerals anymore? Do they teach Roman numerals in your school, in your class? When was the last time they taught this? It sucks and it's lame and it makes no sense whatsoever. Guys, for all that is good and holy, can you please stand with me on flushing the Roman numerals? This sucks. It sucks. You know, and it doesn't make any sense. You know, why do we still use something that is no longer in society? Roman stinking numerals. By the way, you know, they're not teaching kids cursive anymore. So, like, Roman numerals are like 50 years older than cursive. And yet you still diesel. Today, I couldn't figure out what Super Bowl we were in. You know, what number is the Super Bowl? And everywhere, what Super Bowl is this? What number Super Bowl is this? It kept giving me the Roman numeral every time. Yeah, I don't have a clue what Roman numerals mean. L-V-I-I-I. Yeah, we got to stop doing that. You, you said it's 50 years older. It's more like uh, 4,000 years older. Oh, yeah. How about <laughs> that? That is that is crazy. That is crazy. Okay. My quick, mine very quickly here. Um, mine very quickly is that c- can we stop dismissing a loss to a team by saying, oh, it's because we were their Super Bowl. We're their Super Bowl. This is We are their biggest matchup of the year. You know how conceited you sound when you call any team your Super Bowl? Like, why can't you just say it's a big game? It's a big game. It's a big matchup. It's a conference rivalry. Stop saying it's your Super Bowl. Who it's said not... that to you? Who, who, what was the example oh, that said James you Madison fans have been saying the reason why App State sold 8,000-plus tickets to the home game in Boone against them two weeks ago was because James Madison is our Super Bowl. We care so much about James Madison that we sold 8,000 tickets to a basketball arena. Had nothing to do with the fact that at the time the team had started like 17-4. and four. The best start the team had had, the program has had in 15 years, it's because James Madison is in town, and, and they're our Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't get that, Diesel. I mean, make, make that make sense. You know, and there's always an excuse. You know, everyone gets up for us. Okay, yeah, maybe. Maybe not. Alabama, everyone gets up for. Clemson, everyone gets up for. You get everyone's best shot. Or maybe you just lost. Maybe you're just not that good. Texter, by the way, says, hey, Mark, you're the idiot. It's obviously Super Bowl L-V-I-I-I. Guys, this is so dumb. Like, it's just, and the fact that you can't even find any site that gives you what the actual number is by the numbers we use, it's just so dumb. You know, like, I, I couldn't believe how long it took me to find what actual number this Super Bowl was. So I finally found an article, and I want to thank Edward Sudalon from the Sporting News who put an article on this, and it's basically a 101, a 101 course teaching me Roman numerals. Guys, this is 500 years older than, uh, than cursive, and they're not teaching kids cursive anymore. I don't want to look, and believe you me, this crap's about to get harder before it gets easier. Uh, Super Bowl 79, for example. Okay, you ready for this? is L-X-X-I-X. That sounds like one of the channels you guys are watching on Scrambled, you know? 
I mean, it's like this is what we're doing. Listen to this. Super Bowl 88. Ready? Is L-X-X-X-V-I-I-I. Get the hell out of here with this. It's hooey, and it's nonsense, and it makes no sense. Roman numerals. You know, it makes you feel big and bad to use these Roman numerals. No one knows what the hell it means. You got a communication problem. All of you, you got a communication problem. Uh, Let's see here. Texter says, uh, Mark, as bad as South Carolina ranks in the national average in education, we were taught Roman numerals in elementary school. I just don't remember how to read them. I was never taught Roman numerals, ever, never, never knew how to read them. Okay. Uh, Texter says, Mark, it's tough enough for people in South Carolina to spell. Don't feel bad about the Roman numerals. Thank you, Texter. (laughs) Thank you. I feel awful about it. I can't read it. I don't, I dislike that I can't find the actual number anywhere. Texter says, dumb, dumb, dumb. Out the Super Bowl on Saturday. Uh, So says Michael in Simpsonville. There. It makes no sense. What is your can we stop for the week? I have got one more for you. Okay, I've got one more for you, and it is right here. Can we please stop? Stop with everything being a bleeping subscription. Everything is a subscription. And I it drives me up a bleeping wall. All right, now my Gmail. Hey, it's Mark, I'm always at 98% or 99% of my storage on my Gmail. Hey, Mark, for 20 bucks a year, you can get more storage. I don't want it. I never needed it before now. Why do I need it now? You're giving me less room? You know, they, they used to do that thing with products where when they felt like they could, they could no longer raise the price of a product, like people weren't going to pay $5 for a bag of Doritos. So what do they do? They keep the price the same. They make the product smaller. Okay, I feel like that's what's going on with my Gmail account. Like I never had an issue before. Now I'm always at 98, 99 percent. Takes me half an hour to clear out more room on that. Everything is a subscription. Everything. And, you know, they got you. They get the residual income where you're doing the monthly thing. I never do that. If I'm going to buy any of those things, I'm going to do the annual. I'm going to do the yearly. Right. That's how I'm going to that's how I'm going to knock it out. But I just, like, how many subscriptions, how many subscriptions are we supposed to have? How many subscriptions are we supposed to have when all is said and done? You know, I refuse to do, I did the, um, the Peacock app to watch the playoff game, Kansas City and Miami. I did that. I, uh, I, my subscriptions are Netflix, Pro Football Focus, um, Amazon Music, Diesel, I think that's it. I have Amazon Music, mm-hmm. Netflix, Pro Football Focus. I think that's all I have. Can and I borrow your Netflix? That's all I'm going to have. Sure. <laughs> sure. You got it. Uh, yeah, I pay for a bundle that is Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus combined. And then I pay for YouTube Music. We pay for, well... We get Amazon Prime for free by being Amazon Prime members. And then we have HBO Max, or now it's just called Max. So the four. And then we share other people's logins for everything else. 
Angela has Prime, so therefore I have Prime. Yep. Okay, she tries to t always sell me on the virtues of Prime. I'm not buying it. You know, Diesel, like Prime now, they want you to pay three dollars more a month to watch Prime without commercials. Yeah, that sucks. Like Amazon, what the hell? What are you getting with a Prime membership? Actually, actually, you know, and like ninety percent of the movies on there, you got to pay above and beyond that to use. It's because see, you're thinking about it the wrong way. You're thinking about it as in they're making me watch something. They're making me watch ads on something I'm paying for. You're not paying for Prime movies. You get Prime movies for free by being an Amazon Prime customer. Because well, Amazon Prime is for your shipping and you're buying things on Amazon. 90% of them, Diesel, you don't. 90% of the movies you don't. Like 90% of them they make you pay for now. So I want to pay 100 and something dollars a year just to get things shipped faster? I just got to have a 30 bucks of a of a buy and I get the shipping for free. What do I what do I need free shipping for? You know, I like I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't understand it. Guys, what would you say the average Diesel, could you look this up for me? The average number of subscriptions most people have? I think I have 3. I think my wife probably has more than I do. I think that you guys probably have more than I do and nothing prevents you from like putting the money away that you need to put away more than just these, oh, it's only $5 a month, $60 here a year, $100 there. Nothing more that does that to you than this, right? According to uh, CNBC, and I'm finding different dollar figures here, but I'm finding similar number of subscription figures here from multiple different places. Sell Courses Online says the average person has 12 paid subscriptions. CNBC also says 12. And let's see here. Somebody on TikTok, for whatever reason, says that the average person has 12 subscriptions, which cost them around $219 a month. A month! You got to be kidding me. I'm doing well then. I got 25%. You're not going to sucker me. <laughs> Texter says Prime came out the other day. And said, if you want to be ad-free now, you got to pay $2.99 a month for Prime yeah. Videos. It's, guys, like, stop letting them yank you around and all this will end, okay? Stop signing up. I Look, I'm guilty. I did Peacock for a month only to get the Kansas City-Miami playoff game. And the only reason I did that, I wanted to see a game played in 30 below. I, I get it. Hey, Mark, don't buy it. Therefore, they can't put all these playoff games on streaming-only services. I did it. I'm part of the problem. I understand it. But, guys, Roman numerals, the hell with them. The hell with them. All right? Subscriptions, everything being a subscription, I will boycott your service. I'll never boycott you, Taylor Swift, if you don't like Donald Trump. Okay? Uh, many of our listeners will boycott you if you don't like Donald Trump. All right? Many of you. Or you don't like their favorite political candidate. I'll never, I'll, I'll never boycott you, Bud Light, if you have some transgender influence on there. I'll never boycott you for that. But I will boycott you if you try to nickel and dime me with these stinking bleeping subscriptions day in and day out. The hell out of here with this. The 6 o'clock hour is next. Right here on Offsides, we are the Fan Up State.